Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Questioning answers always makes us better. Mr. K was 24 years old when he was first diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, or MS, by his local neurologist in a rural part of the adjoining state. He had come from Germany, where he'd been a paratrooper for two years before moving on to join his father's company as an investment professional, particularly in the real estate area. Although he had journeyed around the U.S., he found an interest in university towns, and in particular, American football, and how that seemed to drive alumni of the schools back to the environs of the university setting, and as well how students were shackled to both the dorms and the local community for housing. In short, he saw an interesting business plan developing. As he began to look at these various university towns, he noted that his ability to travel and evaluate different properties began to slow down significantly, and that his endurance, which was usually unparalleled, now became shorter and shorter. While initially attributing this to fatigue, one day he lost his entire bladder content in the car and only felt the sensation of temperature and wetness driving him to consult a doctor. The local physician who initially evaluated Mr. K noted that he was otherwise seemingly fit and initially sent him to a urologist who immediately after seeing him in clinic consulted neurology. After the initial visit, the neurologist evaluated him with an MRI and a cerebral spinal fluid, otherwise known as CSF, examination. The former showed an extensive lesion of the spinal cord over several vertebral segments, and the CSF was noted to have inflammatory changes. The diagnosis of multiple sclerosis was then made, and the patient was initially treated with a biological drug called interferon beta. However, the patient did not seemingly respond at all to this, and was subsequently sent to our clinic for further evaluation. When I saw Mr. K, he was clearly struggling with some weakness in his lower extremities. He was very specific when asked and said, my legs just can't go up and down stairs. My arms now have to hold me up. He specifically denied any changes in vision and noted that he's never had a problem with his upper extremities either. When discussing his treatment, he noted that the only thing the interferon beta did was make him feel like he had the flu. He had tried steroids, which only had a very mild effect, but made him very anxious to which he actually stopped the medication early. This has really slowed me down, he noted several times during the visit. Is there anything else that I might try? He asked, noting that he'd asked this question to all his previous doctors. It was somewhat surprising that Mr. K had not responded, at least somewhat, to either of the previous medications. Further, what was also surprising was that Mr. K had not been evaluated with a brain MRI scan, which could document further lesions to be followed. After further discussion with the patient, it was decided to do further imaging studies and, as was the usual, to review all his other scans, of which we were beginning to get actual films later on. The patient was agreeable and noted that he just wanted something to be done that could help him continue his evaluation for real estate investments. Further, the patient promised to obtain and drop off all his previous records from earlier evaluations. Mr. K had his subsequent studies done, and interestingly, his brain MRI was completely normal. Moreover, his MRI scan of his spine was re-reviewed and showed diffuse demyelination over at least four segments continuously 
rather than in spotty areas, which would be expected in MS. Further, even his CSF showed inconsistent patterns with MS. There certainly was inflammation there, but it was predominantly a certain type of white blood cell, neutrophils, that were predominant, rather than lymphocytes and other aspects of MS, such as oligoclonal bands reflecting a certain type of inflammation just wasn't present. In all, this was not the picture of MS, although it was representative of an inflammatory disorder of the nervous system. While the case was presented at a number of different forums, it was only after presentation at a teaching conference when one of the astute residents noted that this was very suggestive of a disorder called Devix disease, to which a number of us figuratively slapped our heads, noting, of course, Devix disease is a disorder which very much looks like MS, but is typically limited to certain parts of the nervous system. It's fairly extensive, but does not respond to MS treatment drugs. There was no diagnostic test, at least at that time, there is now, but there had been reports that immune suppression by various means had worked. While sometimes it can also involve the visual system, this was not a requirement for the diagnosis. I told Mr. K of our thoughts and that he might not have MS, but rather a rare syndrome, which resembled, but was not the disease, and that the therapy was different. However, since it was rare, there was very limited treatment outcome data, but was more limited to small numbers. Mr. K immediately noted, we have to try something, I will try anything. So after dealing with the usual manifestations of reimbursement for a citizen of another country, and fortunate that Mr. K had significant resources because of his father, we put him on an immune suppression regimen, along with periodic treatment with high doses of something called immune globulin. After about three months, Mr. K noted that he felt his condition was improving, although on physical examination, it seemed to just have stabilized. After six months, however, he clearly was walking with more confidence. And by the time he went back to Germany, while not entirely steady, he was doing quite well and had no additional events or loss of bladder contents. We gave Mr. K copies of all his records so he could continue his therapy at home. And I thank that resident who articulated it that this was his potential disorder. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.